we doing? All right. This is John. This is Thomas. And I have herpes. Welcome to the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish this was a no bars held, like, (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Are we still rolling? Yeah, we are. Cricket, dude. Right. No, I don't have herpes, by the way. But that was okay. That was our guest. So I guess yeah, this is a good time to that, introduce star guest who apparently has herpes. Uh, Jonah Dudu, which is my podcast name. All right. Podcast it was name. adapted by Bennett Combs. That's Combs? what's up. Is it like hair comb combs? Yeah, I think Anyways, so. Or it might have an podcast. L. It might have an L in it. Does it? Combs. Is that his name? No, it's Combs, like C O M B S. Oh, I didn't know that. Because I remember it said Bennett Combs, like with beautiful. With the longest hair. fucking hair, yeah, <laughs> I know. All right, <laughs> now uh, bleep that out. Yeah, I will. This is gonna be a heavy editing one already. I think so. Okay, so today's topic: why it's it's mental health and why school's stupid. And they why kind of tie together, at least for me. They kind of tie. I together. think for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess we can start with school. We all, like, all three of us despise school. Me and Jonah were just talking about it. Like, there's no point. What am I going to learn this year that's going to impact me five years from now? True. The only thing I'm learning is how to deal with this shit I hate, mm-hmm. which is being at school. Yeah, <clears throat> and that I'm going to have, you know, preparing me for college, which is like, I mean, we've covered this already. It's not the only thing. Yeah. Um, But also, like, you know it's bad. Cause then, you know, apparently I barely show up, whatever. And I, I hate this. Like, I hate it. I can't imagine someone that shows up every single day. You know, like, I have reasons for not showing up, but, like, this is, like, almost worse than, like, what I have going on in, like, my, you know, what yeah. I call my actual life in quotation. I mean, like, I think prison would be better, honestly. I'd say they're about equal. You have way less responsibility in prison. Exactly. That is facts. What do you have to do in prison? You just do what you're told. Like, here you have, like, a whole list of things you have to do. Yeah, exactly. In prison, you can start the occasional riot. Don't even get me started on the showers. Murder somebody. I mean, you well, can go break rocks or work out if you want to. Exactly. What are you gonna do here? You get a get assigned stressful yeah. assignments. Hey, hey, you know what you can do here? Uh, you can pre-order your lunch so that you don't have to go cry <laughs> to your mom about your chicken patty. That's what you can do. Uh, this is true. my mind. Someone actually complained about not enough chicken patties. <laughs> yeah. To get their parents to write an email. That's crazy. I told my mom and dad that last night, and they literally started drooling over their beer at 3rd Street. Like, they were like, are you kidding me? <laughs> They're like, I'm so glad I didn't raise a person like that. A B-word, basically. Yeah. Um, Basehead. Yeah, that's what we're thinking of. A bitch. <laughs> yeah. Great, no more stuff I have to believe about. <laughs> Thank, Thank God you. John's the one editing. All right. Um, Oh, shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> John, you're going to have to bleep that out, too. If my ass needs some audio recovery. Okay. <laughs> Great. This is disgusting. Uh, yeah, update. We just had a microphone get pulled off the stand. Okay. So, uh, well, here we are. We're back. I think we were connected that whole time, though. Yeah, we were. So they got to hear that whole thing. Yeah, you might want to edit that, too. Maybe. Well, Maybe fun. I don't edit anything and I just turn this whole thing. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Clark decides to listen to the first five minutes and he's like, 
Yeah, he finally decides to listen to one of our podcasts. Literally. and then The one he listens to, the first thing he hears, I have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I am John, and I'm Thomas, and I have herpes. <laughs> well, and like, okay, getting back to the topic of school. <laughs> yeah. Like, even me and you, we were talking last night. Like, legitimately, school sucks so bad. Like, one, everyone seems to avoid it as much as they can. Like, if they cannot do school or something school-related, they absolutely will avoid it yeah except for like the popular people but they're like no they still hate school a lot of them yeah but then you get those like (laughs) weird no one likes well yeah okay you're like the weird people is what you're about to mention yeah like do you like it here i don't know what the hell's wrong with them only like the perfect little white kids that like are super concerned about their grades show up every day and when their parents are rich and they're making like yeah 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 um i mean like i don't want to name names or anything but people like katie engeldinger where, like, they just have <laughs> – I said I'm not going to name names or anything <laughs> and then immediately said a name. Anyway, but or, like, people like her, you know, she's here, like, every day. Or, like, you know, like the popular girls, popular people, like, who have a reason other than school to be here. Yeah. And that are, like, super concerned about their grades because their parents are involved. Those I'm literally are the only, only here to get my diploma. Like, Pretty much, yeah. You're only here because you have to. Right. I'm not here, like, out of – oh, I want to, you know – see my favorite t-shirt today i'm like sure that's cool but like i I mean like and this is the thing for me like the only reason i even show up at all is just because some amount of social interaction because otherwise i'm like separated entirely all the time well right Mm -hmm. but like even then it's still dreadful because how often are you doing that like well here's the thing that sucks is they don't work with people they don't understand that people run different schedules like me i have school and then immediately have work afterwards and then i have to go home and do more school work which is just bizarre and then like and i'm not complaining about homework i'm complaining about the amount of homework or sometimes just I mean, the we really bull crap. just keep school in school though i mean for real but like the bullcrap assignments we get a lot of the times are just stress inducing and they don't actually benefit you whatsoever um i mean i tell you my biggest problem with school is like whack teachers bro that's what I hate. And people. I know. People don't, like, peers don't really get on my nerves that much. Like, I just kind of. They do for me. But, like, teachers, like, whack teachers, like, you know who I'm talking about right now. Yeah. Whack teacher. Yeah. Oh. This, that's what drives me insane. Every teacher I have this semester is cool. But one. As, but one. And that one is manages to ruin my whole damn day. It's yeah. insane. I don't know if that's on me. This specific teacher, and he, uh, not we're not gonna name names. This time we're not naming names. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Mr. Clark, totally Clark. <laughs> like if you if you're uh, if you're absent and it's not an excused absence, won't Just let you make anything up. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, and you see, I was talking to Miss, I was talking to a cool teacher today, not oh, naming names. And she was so understanding, and, like, it's like, also, know, she understood. Yeah. And also, like, this teacher doesn't allow you to turn in late work either, which I think is just dumb. Yeah. I just thought of, like, a weird comparison. I feel like in a lot of scenarios, school could be compared to, like, YouTube. Because I watched this video um, a couple weeks ago, like, right after YouTube Rewind 2019 came out. And it was saying how, like, YouTube Rewind is dead because YouTube doesn't exist for the people that use YouTube. It exists for the people that are getting money from YouTube. Like, 
advertisers or like companies or brand names. At Moist Critical. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that video too? It's like YouTube doesn't understand the people that are affected most by it. And it's like, that's how the school is too. You know, they're not like school isn't for the students. School is so that the students get good numbers mm-hmm. so that the adults feel good. Facts. And yeah. <clears throat> like the school doesn't understand the people that are affected most by it at all. Yeah. And it's like, like YouTube understands that they have problems. They know they have problems, but they fix it by targeting the wrong people. Like they're like, oh, we have unhappy content creators here. Boom, adpocalypse. Or like the school is like, oh, we have a bunch of depressed teenagers who want to kill themselves and skip school all the time. Boom, and then they mix, they miss classes and then they end up getting bad grades. Uh, Less boom. phones. It's because of that phone. Let's order. <laughs> let's spend two thousand dollars on phone pouches and force them to put their phones in there so that they can't even listen to music to make this somewhat pleasant of a hell experience. Yeah, you and know? also and also damage your phone. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Do they realize that like blocking cell service every forty-five minute period damages <laughs> your phone? Like, it, there's no way it doesn't. Right. Well, okay. Think about this. Go. We go to Best Buy. Buy a new desktop. Plug it in. Turn it on and off every 45 <laughs> minutes. How long do you think that desktop's going to last you? Right. Not long, right? Yeah. Okay. Another thing is, though, they're like, oh, you can use it in break and while you're walking to your, your next class. Well, my teachers keep me – we have a four-minute passing time, a.k.a. break. Yeah. My teachers keep me two minutes late, and the next teacher takes attendance two minutes early. So yep. I literally have to be there before I'm even able to <laughs> If be I'm there. not sitting down within that two <laughs> minutes, I'm absent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, like – I think school is just a bizarre thing as a whole, and I think, you know, one of the things that's like honestly the best op- one of the best options right now. But we were talking about last night with online school. I mean, it is and it isn't like. Well, obvi- like for the obvious the social interaction. Yeah, there's yeah. no social interaction. You don't get to learn that stuff. Like, I feel like if you go through a couple years of high school, you know, like you go through public school up until like. Right now, for example. Yeah, um, then you have all the like social experience. Well, yeah, no, I agree with that. Like. Because the rest of school, besides what you teach yourself, is just a burden. Like, yeah. And, and like, I think, you know, um, it's just kind of better because you can tailor it to your schedule and what you have going on in your life and, like, still get your diploma, still be learning stuff. Granted, it's not as great because you can't go to the teacher or whatever usually. Yeah. But, like, also 90% of what I learned for any class ever has been online anyway. That's facts because you got to teach it yourself. Yeah. Most of the time. yeah. Yeah. Most of the teachers don't actually like. They'll give you an assignment. They didn't teach any of yeah, it. I don't know how to do that stuff. Like, see, another thing is like so much of it is just stuff that you don't need. Like, college algebra and trig, the math ta- or the math class that I'm taking right now. Like, I will never use that. Sure, there are people that will use it and that do use it, but that's for like a specific job. And I actually talked to. Uh, Mr. Kennedy about it. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad, so I don't mind naming names. But I, I talked to Mr. Kennedy about it because he's my study at all teacher. And I was like, what's the purpose of math? Like, I went to a math teacher and I was like, why do we learn this? You know, what is the, what is the purpose? Because you know and I know just as well that 90%, probably 95% of people are going to forget this the second they walk out the door and they're never going to need it again. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said he understands that it's kind of like useless information, but he said, he said, um, he said that it, it teaches you problem solving and it teaches you through or how to work through things and put pieces together, um, like when there are none. Like it teaches you, it teaches you problem solving skills. Yeah. 
And I thought about that, and I was like, of all the things that can teach you problem-solving skills, at least use one of them that I'm actually going to use. Like, why? Like, that's like... That's like serving me like a water smoothie and being like, and I ask you like, what's the purpose of eating this? And you're like, well, it fills your stomach. And it's like, why not give me like a fruit smoothie where it fills my stomach and I get some nutrients from it? You know, like don't I mean, give me something that I'm going to use and that I can actually make, make something out of in my life that also teaches me problem solving well, skills. Cause math is not the only thing that teaches you. Well, problem and like, solving. here's the thing. Like I would totally agree. Like, but I, I would have to say, like, math definitely does have its place, and it is nice to know math in a lot of situations, especially yeah. for college. To but a certain point. Yeah. But, like, now, like what I'm do- like what we're doing in college algebra trade, because that's what all three of us are in right now, it's literally, this is the stuff I was doing in eighth grade. I mean, yeah. like, I've completely what? BSed my way through this entire class because I can. So, like, what's the problem solving there? There isn't any for one. I'm not learning any new information. It's literally just, like, it's useless, and I will not use this again. Like, trig definitely has its uses. Like, even I was just watching a movie the other night, and, like, snipers, like, actual snipers have to, like, at super long-range shots due to, like, all the th- things they have to factor in, and it does actually become, like, a trig problem almost. But well, Right, but how many people are going to graduate high school, join the military, and become a sniper? No, I know. Well, here's the thing, like, is the school raising snipers? Because they kind of seem like they're against guns right now. You ask me, like, the only reason why I'm okay with college algebra trade, I like Miss Switzel. I think she's cool. Um, but, like, to say math teaches you problem solving to me is kind of ridiculous. Because, like, you ask me, let's say throughout high school, ninth to 12th grade, you've gone through so much social stuff and so much social change that yeah. you've already figured out what your the problem solving is yeah because the problem solving math is teaching you is the math right like sure it, it really can like, be like oh you gotta work this out but you teach you teach yourself that when you go through your first relationship breakup or yeah, you, know what, you know what will really teach you problem solving skills take an insecure kid and make him change in front of a bunch of ripped ass dudes <laughs> in the locker room oh you know what they call that they call that phi ed <laughs> I mean, That'll like, teach you problems. I mean, that'll <laughs> teach you how to get there just late enough to where everyone else is gone, but get out changed fast enough to where you're on time for class. That's some problem solving there you that go. you'll actually use. And that's real stuff right there, too. Exactly. People go through that. Exactly. He's not sitting down trying to figure out why y equals 5. Right. And how many times have you raised your hand in a math class and asked for help, and the teacher just gave you the answer? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so sick of their job. That's facts. And they get asked the same question because nobody understands it. Like, math is, like you said a couple minutes ago, I was going to say it, but I didn't want to interrupt you. You said math does have its place. Like, it's it be, it's useful once you get to college. Like, but what, you shouldn't need it because, okay, see, math, the core of math is important. Like, adding, subtracting, right. multiplying, dividing. Yeah. Yeah. Simple, like... If I have this and I give you this, like kind of finding stuff out like that, like yeah. basically, okay, up to like ninth grade math we start to fall is useful, use, right? Like, but at like ninth grade and beyond, you really, you won't use well, it. Well, I mean, okay. So like the geometry you learn is actually, could actually be useful. Well, if you want to be an architect. Well, not, not even necessarily there. Like the geometry we learn, literally the average person could use it. Granted, like I know not the average person is going to do their own carpentry and all that, but like for me... 
you know, I've, that's stuff I've done. And, it, like, it's an easy way to save money, right, if you do your own but stuff like that. is it practical, though? Like, let's be honest. I would say that is pretty practical because, like, anyone can do a lot of the stuff that has to do with geometry and, like, because, okay, even think about it this way. You're designing your house before you have it, like, because that's a lot, something a lot of people go through. Like, they build a house or they have a house they're buying. I'm but paying they, someone to, to design it. If I got money like that, someone's paid. No, I know, like, uh, what I'm saying is, okay, let's say you bought a house, right? Yeah. Like, you bought a house somewhere. Uh-huh. You know the dimensions. You, you don't okay. know. So then, like, the geometry is nice for, like, okay, let's say you want to, like, you know the floor in one room is bad, so you want to redo that. Or, like, um, or like you know, you're getting a couch, but you need to know how, like, that stuff's useful. But, like, past that, a lot of what we learned should just be learned in college, honestly. So, okay, so let's say, say you have a bathroom that you want to put tile on, right? Mm-hmm. And the bathroom has one of the corners where it's oblong and, like, cut off. Yep. So it's, like, four walled, but, like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like half tile in one yeah. corner. Yeah. And you wanted to figure that out. Sure, you could use geometry, but what are the chances that in 20, 30 years when you're actually doing that to your own house that you paid for and that you're living in with your wife and three children, that what are the chances that. that you're going to remember the geometry that you learned in ninth grade <laughs> to put tiles on your floor? Why don't, why don't they spend our time that we have here, like as teenagers, teaching us the things that are going to get us to that point, and then we can learn the things that we – like? There's, that's like that's like saying that's like saying hey we're gonna teach you about like flight and the the laws of flight and uh, like how to use all the little tools inside an airplane um, just so that it, one day if you buy your own airplane that way you don't have to learn how to do it I mean, well, right. I mean that argument can be made for literally everything in school though exactly well that's facts but like like you were saying like what Jonah was saying I need to get to the point where I have a wife three kids and a damn home exactly before teach, I figure teach, out how teach to teach me how to get there before right. you teach me how to before I have the problem when I get tiling my bathroom. But, okay, the thing is, that argument can be made for everything. And I think that's true for certain people. Like, ask a kid what they want to do. Okay, granted this changes, but ask a kid what they want to do. Say they want to become an engineer. Structure their classes to lead them down that path. Because as it is now, it's just like a one-size-fits-all. You know, everybody does the same classes. Factory everybody workers. does the same thing. Like, really, it's just like a factory for cookie-cutter white children. I mean, okay, like, I will say some classes definitely have their place, though. Like, I think history is a very important thing to learn. Right. Granted, some too. of it is very, like, a lot. there is a lot that we have to cover that's, like, why. So that's why I think the school... But, okay, I, I was going somewhere. Oh, yeah. And, like, English, like, I do think classes can teach something important outside of their own thing. Like, English uh-huh. teach can teach somebody, especially people who don't already know, teach you how to be persuasive. Yeah. Which I think is an important life skill. Well, I think English should be like a core, like class, like where it is now. But mine is like, I shouldn't have to know, you know, what each Shakespeare line, you know, yeah. like that's kind of out of date. But the core values of like English class, like yeah, um, I mean, like like you said, some classes definitely like are here to stay, and I think that's one of them. If you fix it, like it seems like every class has a problem. But, like, you were saying history, you know, but I actually like history, so it's hard for me to actually input. Yeah. No, and I mean, like, I think another big issue is just the teachers themselves because especially in, like, small-town schools, yeah, teachers just don't care. They're just there to make money. Well, to be honest, I feel like here we do have, like, some good We do No, like, every school has their good teacher, good teachers, but, like, when when they're in the minority. Yeah. Oh. Almost, like almost like whereas like I'm sure if you go to like a city school, there, there's probably such like a 
heavy amount of teachers to choose from that they got kind of good ones yeah well you see like for me right for most of high school i've had teachers that like i liked and that were engaging um i think this year maybe there's another year where like this is the first time i've been like i cannot stand this teacher you know what i mean like and that makes school a hundred times harder when the teacher is just like whack yeah well, you know, I feel like it kind of all revolves around the school system because, I mean, you think about it, the school is raising people that don't know what they want to do and have to do things that they don't want to do. So they don't know what they're doing when they get out of high school. They're like, well, I guess, I mean, I want to be a teacher. So they end up being a teacher and they end up teaching a bunch of kids who don't want to be in their class. The kids that don't want to be in their class affect the teacher negatively and then the teacher gets crabby or loses patience and then they're a bad teacher. And then they're being a bad teacher to kids that don't want to be there, and the cycle continues. Basically, so, no one wants to be here. Exactly. So they need to make it so that you do. Yeah. And I think that the school needs to kind of like – I mean, it, not the school. It would obviously be a very like high-level thing. But I think that, at least in the United States, people need to think about the fact that it's not a one-size-fits-all. And they need to like evaluate people and make it kind of – not necessarily one-on-one, but more personalized. So if you have a kid who's like, hey, I want to be a teacher, you would structure their classes and their high school career towards what's going to take them to be a teacher. Or if you have a kid that's like, I want to be an engineer, you would structure their classes, so like math, woodworking, engineering classes like we have here, or intro to engineering and design. Or if you have a kid that's like, I want to sit at a desk all day and crunch numbers, you know, take them through business classes or like the entrepreneurship class that we have. And if you have a kid that wants to be an English teacher, don't make them take college algebra and trig because they're never going to use it. Yeah. You know, there should be core classes that will build a person that's competent enough to survive in the society that we live in. But there should also be the classes that are going to guide you to where you want to go. I mean, I think as well, like another really important thing that they don't seem to understand about school and like just the fact that like, um, well, for one, like, I think it's really dumb the way they handle school now because, like, this is just, like, uh, hormonally affecting our, our emotions as teenagers, right? Like, right. And, and, like, this is probably, like, one of the hardest times of, like... Also most critical time. Yeah, probably. exactly. Um, and, and, like, you know, so just emotionally you're already a mess. Mm-hmm. Then you throw a man with 200 other kids, some who are just out to get other people. Mm-hmm. And then you throw them into classes they don't want to be in with teachers who don't want to teach it. Mm-hmm. So then they go home. And this is tying it back to the mental health thing, by the way. And, yeah. it, and, and it just, like, makes them hate their lives. Like, me, like, 90% of the days, I just wish I didn't even wake up because, it's like... It's just a repetitive cycle, and it never mm-hmm. ends. Like, I show up to school sad every single damn day. Like, it does, you're right. Like, and and they're, it's like they're taking... They're putting children in a place that they don't want to be, and then when they don't show up or when they don't do what they're supposed to do they punish them and make it worse so it's like it's like holding a gun to somebody's head and when they try to run away you just have them bite the bullet and you know yeah i mean like so i feel like i'm like could speak on this because you know my eyes are like my attendance is obviously nowhere near perfect right so i have a lot of shit that goes on outside of school personal stuff family stuff whatever and let me tell you having that which to me, and I feel like to most people, that's a lot more important than senior, you know, attendance, whatever. Yeah. But having just like school on top of that, 
it like really fucks with you because you can be sad every single damn day and you got to show up and you don't want everyone to like think you're sad or like you know you want to bring like good vibes so then you put on like these fake emotions or whatever and that just becomes more exhausting so then by three o'clock hits you're exhausted as hell you don't want to go home because of whatever's going on there and you just dealt with bullshit and you got to go home and deal with homework and project bullshit and then on top of that, you're trying to save up to be able to survive once you graduate high well, school. Yeah, exactly. So you like a job half the week. Yeah, then most people hate the jobs they're doing in high school too. Like me, I have four supervisors, two of which don't even treat me like I'm a human. Like exactly, because they ended up somewhere that they didn't want to be because they were forced to do things that they didn't want to do. And it that exactly what he just said. It just keeps cycling over and over. And the like, teachers want to complain about kids being distracted in school or like. Like, oh, they're always on their phones. because yeah, I'm fucking yeah. bored, it's man. Beca- right. It's because they're not having, like, it's like taking an astronaut and putting them in an English class and being like, all right, now we want you to enthusiastically mm-hmm. write this senior paper and not get bored. And they're just sitting there thinking about all the different ways, like all these math equations and all the different things that they have to worry about in a spaceship. It's like, I mean, obviously that's extreme, and like you're maybe you don't well, have right, any astronauts right. in high school, but it gets my point across that like, yeah. Well, and like, if you don't, if you want kids to not be distracted, you have to give them a reason to not be. And another thing with that, like the whole you know topic of being like personalized at school too, like I feel like the way it is now, for people who like, I'm not gonna say that being smart isn't a gift, and I understand that some people really have to work for what they do and what they get, or some people are just naturally just smart. I feel like for the, like, smart people, whether, like, just, like, Grant, okay, let's say you spent your early years really working to be smart, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, like, you just have a naturally smart person, right? Like, you have these two people, and then now you're in a class with a bunch of people who aren't the same, and, like, literally, like, I don't don't know if I can speak for you on this, but for me, like, literally, 90% of my school day is how am I going to BS my way through everything I do. Oh, that's what I do, yeah. Just so I can get a grade and get through, because it's not... It's not in, like intellectually stimulating. It's literally just bull crap that I have to do and get done, get a grade, so I don't fail and I can get my diploma. Back like to what Jonah was saying, um, you know, the cycle of like people hating being here, whatever. That's like another part of the problem. So we're not changing it, right. and we're still throwing people with sh- terrible attitudes with people that also have terrible attitudes, and it's just dreadful for everyone. Like my. There's only a few classes I can say that, like, you know, I'm happy I took. And that was just because of the teacher, which was, you know, Clark and, you know, a few other uh, teachers. And it's really the teacher that can make, like, a bad thing, you know, not so bad. But Mm -hmm. some of the teachers that we have here make the bad thing way worse or a good thing bad even. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, the teachers also, like, those bad teachers too. Like, it's really nice when you have a teacher who's understanding of your situation when you explain it to them. Because like Shut a lot of times, mm-hmm. like a lot of times, like facts. When you have like messed up situations outside of school, mm-hmm. like it's already hard enough to have to tell a teacher about it, and then when they like, yep. when they just to your face, just like, so what? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically exactly what happened to me today with Miss Stimic, and like I love her, man. Like she really is like a great person. Yeah. Like when the like the, the annoying thing is though when you have those teachers who like just don't care, they're like, oh, you went through all that sucks where's my assignment that yeah. I was due last week well like you really think I care about that right now because let me tell you it's the last thing on my damn mind right like 
I feel like so many people just miss the point, you know? It's like... That, like, we're all like, people and not working in a factory right, right now? Well, like, and the purpose of an assignment... Like, and Miss Dimmick definitely understands that, probably more than anyone. The purpose of the assignment is what you get out of it, not when you finish it, you know? That's facts, yeah. And I understand having deadlines and, like, making, like, reliable, time-managing people, but... An assignment is what you get out of it, and what you get out of it is going to be based off of what you put into it. And if the kids aren't interested in being there, they're not going to put anything good into it, and they're not going to get anything good out. Yeah. So just just say, you know, like what Mr. Clark and Miss Dimmick do, they're like, if you want to pass my class, this is what you have to do, and I'll help you, and, you know, these are all the resources, and I'm going to try to make it so that it doesn't suck, but... If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Actually, I remember in Mr. Clark's class, he was like, if you just want to kind of bum around the whole class, that's fine. And he's like, I'll accept any late work. So if you decide that you want to fix your life at the end of the quarter, <laughs> he's like, I'll accept it and I'll grade it. And, like, I think a lot of teachers are so strict with Deadlines, that. Deadlines, I one time got docked, like, 50% on assignment for turning it in 20 minutes late. And at that point, I may as well not even have done the assignment. Hold up. Speaking of deadlines, I think, John, I don't know if you were there, but so – you know, a teacher that doesn't take late work at all. Um, so the same day we're turning in the assignment, you know, I, I turn it in or like, you know, she collects it, whatever. And she's like, well, since, you know, you are gone and, you know, I can't give you credit for this. And so I just shrug around like, you know, shut the hell up, whatever. She goes to the front row and is like, oh, so name a student. You copied, you know, the person next to you. So you cheated. And she goes, you can't be doing that. You got to do your own work. I'll take it this time. I'm like, wait, like you know, like you're you're right. you're BSing me right now, right? Yeah. You just had a student cheat, and you take it and give them credit, but because I was gone and did my own work, I don't get credit. Like, what the hell kind of shit is that? Right. See, so so many people just miss the point, and it's like I feel like, especially our school, at least, the teachers and like the the school board. They have just missed the point entirely with the phone thing because they're like, they have this awful, dysfunctional, like, school system and they have kids that don't want to be there and their lives suck outside and they just don't care. And because they don't care and because they're just trying to get out of high school, they literally don't care about the work so they don't do their work and then they're bored out of their minds so they go on their phone. The phone's not preventing them from doing the work. The not wanting to do the work is what's putting them on their phone, you know? Right, and because the class is whack. And, and another thing I really don't like is teachers who don't adjust with the times. Like, Oh, my God, don't even get me started. I know like that. Yeah, just go ahead and take it. Yeah, no, like, yeah. like there's so many teachers who just keep doing the same thing year after year after year. Obviously not working, especially nowadays. And, like, here's the thing. Like, uh, bringing the mental health back into it, like, that is one of like the big things that changes like okay now let's look at okay teachers been teaching for 20 years let's say even 10 years ago we'd take it back 10 maybe 15 years ago we take it back social media wasn't a huge thing because that's the thing that can cause a lot of people some issues right in in school because like you know you're seeing everyone's life just on blast the perfect parts you don't ever see the bad parts of anybody's life really right so, or when you do so, okay, there will be the po people who post about the bad things, so you don't feel so bad about – or you feel like you shouldn't feel so bad about the things that are bad in your life, but then you get the people who are posting super good stuff all the time. So then you're like, well, I, my life sucks, but also it doesn't suck because this guy. And so then you feel bad of, like, you just got this weird thing going on because of social media, right? And then, like, 
just all the stuff that has changed, like, just with the internet as a whole, um, that wasn't there 15 years ago, 10 years ago, like, I mean, let's, like, put it this way, how come literally everything, phones, cars, you know, you know, you can name it, phones, cars, entertainment, like, social media, everything's changed, but school we're taking the same classes learning the same stuff same math problems reading the same books from shakespeare back from whenever the hell that's what's up but why are we learning the same shit that my grandpa learned a hundred and some years ago but everything else has changed yeah like the only thing that seems to have changed is that it gets gradually harder as years go on which doesn't make sense i think it should be gradually changing with the times and I don't think harder's better harder's for not necessarily better. Um Yeah, like for real. Like well you think about it like at least okay, at least in my scenario um Okay, at least in my scenario um like the phone thing, I understand that and that makes sense. Um, but I feel like that would be more applicable to like, I don't know, like, 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 I'm going to be a little harsh, but like an ugly girl looking at a pretty girl's Instagram (laughs) or like a poor kid looking at a rich girl's Instagram, you know, in my scenario, I, I, I'm not affected by social media in that sense because I go on my phone to like escape from what's or to distract myself from what's actually happening and when i look at my phone i I don't go on my phone and i i don't look at like models instagram models or like people flexing on all the money they have i just go and like watch a video of some dude cooking like a ridiculously expensive steak and i'm like damn that's a cool steak and i'm like we're playing florts right yeah exactly or like just doing something stupid and funny that distracts me from what's actually happening because reality tends to be garbage well yeah and especially now like okay so like, you could take my phone away, and I would still have just as many problems. Well, okay, like... Just, I have more problems if you took my phone away. The thing, um... And I feel like that's not, like, a reason, like, you know, people are like, oh, these kids, you know, they play video games and don't do their homework. Well, why do I play video games? So because I can, life sucks. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I've, I've heard my parents say so many times, they're like, I'm gonna take that dang phone away and make you, like, walk to your friend's house. Or, like, like back in my day, we used to just look where all the bikes were parked, and that's where we go. Yeah, well, the Thank cold, God, harsh world of reality, <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere... And if I were to walk anywhere, I would probably get kidnapped, raped, mugged. Like, yeah. the world is different. I can't just walk to my friend's house. I have a phone so that I can text them from the safety of my home that's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, I die laughing when I hear, well, back in my day. Well, yeah, also back in your day, Grandpa, people were dying of the flu, okay? Like, yeah, times right. have yeah, changed. Exactly. Yeah, people were dying of the bubonic plague and, like. Literally, like, bro, yeah. Like, shit's changed. Let's, yeah. come on now. Like, yeah, for real. And. Um, like another thing too, I, I was going somewhere with the social media thing. I kind of spaced it, but like as well, um, just like so, social media is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, politically, we've never been more divided as a nation, Facts. or as a world. Honestly, like. Facts. Um, but you think about it, how many people know about that? If you uh, stop, stop one person in the hallway, who's like. I don't okay. You know, like stop, stop, stop twenty people in the hallway. I bet like maybe five of them would know about that stuff well and it's not even necessarily that like it's a problem of them not knowing it's the fact that even the people who don't know anything are so up in arms against the opposite opinion exactly which is dumb 
Like I, I don't hate somebody because you think differently than me. I just don't agree with you, and people need to learn to agree to disagree. But it right. just doesn't happen anymore. And you know, like all these things that are going on, and and just the way the world's changed, all these terrible things that are going on. You know, it's just making really men like scary mental health issues, and like you know the fact that we glorify death and killing over anything. Mm-hmm. Like we glorify like a school shooter more than a veteran who's been you know who lost all of his friends in the war barely made it out with his life for our country but that guy we don't hear about that guy instead we hear about the school shooter who just went and shot 20 people i don't know if i'd say we glorify him but i see what you're saying like no like the name shouldn't be mentioned at all of someone who does something exactly that's that, like, what crazy. that's the glorifying part. yeah no like i feel you like it really is mind-blowing that like you know you almost check the news every day and that's what you're gonna see something think- crazy like that haven't they like they quit saying the names of the people that do it don't they no but they were supposed to and i, I mean it depends on the it. news like you know it depends on where you're getting it from mm-hmm. like i'm sure cnn i'm pretty sure they still give the name and i'm pretty sure most places will right. but i know like i i think i know what you're talking about there's like platforms that like have finally come to the you know realization like hey maybe we shouldn't be giving the name of these crazy motherfuckers like yeah i should have realized that like five years ago yeah well okay like here, like one one song I heard recently that I thought, man, they really get it, because uh-huh. this is also to do with like the whole mental health thing, suicide, like it, you could probably fit in the whole school shooting right. epidemic we have right now, which also like another issue is schools bring it up and make people way more scared of it than it really is. Like we have an epidemic, mm-hmm. but it's also not as big as they think, and people are including numbers of like a guy was in a parking lot and shot himself. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um. Like when you get uh, gun violence records from a more left-sided news, they count like suicides and suicides in public places and you know stuff like that, which obviously does not count. But, yeah. You know. Well, another another thing with uh, school shootings is maybe just just maybe just hear me out, okay? Maybe if the school were to make it less of a miserable place to be, there would be less people that want to kill everyone in the building. You know, maybe I, anyway, it, or like parents can do that too, and the school can do that. But yeah, it ties into a lot of things. But like it, people with unstable mental health are the ones that shoot and kill people, and the school can help prevent that, and they don't. One okay, so they just teach you how to run away. You know, like okay, this song I'm gonna just quote like some of this song because I feel like it really hits on some of the problems we have now. It's a uh, 21 Pilots Neon Gravestones. If any, if either of you have heard that, no clue. Is it just, like, one part of it, or the whole song? Like, the whole song was dedicated to it. So, like, the first verse is, What's my problem? Well, I want you to follow me down to the bottom, underneath the insane asylum. Kids, keep your wits about you while you got them, because your wits are the first to go when you're problem-solving. Like, you know, like, even that in itself, it, like, says how people will just lose their mind and not think when issues are happening. It's just purely emotion and everything, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's what that says. Could be wrong, but that's just what it comes off to with me. Um... Uh, then it says we glorify those even more when they you know my opinion our culture can treat a loss like it's a win so like people who kill themselves people who do these terrible things it's definitely not a good thing but we glorify it so much Uh, we we give them we give them the highest appraise and hang their banner from the ceiling communicating further engraving an earlier grave is an optional way Mm. and like i think that hits hard on some of the issues we have right now um 
and then like another part it's like what's my problem don't get it twisted it's with the people we praise who may have assisted i could use the streams and extra conversations i could give up and boost my reputation like people yeah. like like oh like right here i could go out with a bang they would know my name right um yeah like uh what else did like and then at the end too something i think is very important it's like uh don't get me wrong the rise in awareness is beating a stigma that no longer scares us like i think that's an important thing like the depression and like that epidemic is like it's not scaring us anymore like it's not like you see a depressed person put them in the fucking insane asylum right now it's it's like how can i help you mm, but it's not like that, so. and it's like for the, for the sake of discussion and spirit of fairness could we give this some room for a new point of view and could it be true that some could be tempted to use this mistake as a form of aggression a form of succession a form of a weapon thinking i'll teach them you know like yeah like i think hmm. i mean that's like that's some like deep stuff like to think about um and, and then like they go on to say i'm not disrespecting what what's left what was left behind just pleading it does not get glorified so like it has its place and it's not not important but don't glorify it and don't glorify it for like what happened for the wrong reasons like mm. like glorifying the people whose lives were lost isn't necessarily bad but don't you know what i mean like in the, in the example of a school shooting like the people whose lives were lost that's big but the person who did the school shooting if they their name gets big then right well i mean we like i feel like 100 percent of the time you can name the victims but don't name the person that was the reason for the victim yeah uh and then like you know and, and that's exa like exactly right like how many times do you hear the victims names or the heroes names the like the heroes names the people who saved the day who could have you know could have been way worse you don't hear the heroes names yeah. um and then this is like a thing the ending of it is something i i completely agree with it's like maybe we swap out what it is that we hold so high find our gr your grandparents or someone in age Pay, pay some respect for the path that they paved to life they were dedicated now that should be celebrated i mean i don't know because i feel like what we were talking about early kind of contradicts that like sure older you know the wise whatever no i'm not but saying like, like they're right right and that's uh, not yeah, what that is no i saying. know what you're saying like I, I like i know what you mean but like yet again like a lot of stuff they say is completely irrelevant like till today that like the specific instance that was used there is just to say that they didn't give up right like they kept going type of thing yeah which but is like, like an issue with our age is like i feel like they didn't have the struggle that we have now though is what i'm saying so like sure they kept going yeah you know through whatever the hell they went through but like i feel like now it's like 50 times harder than what grandpa joe was doing back in the 60s type of thing yeah you know what i mean now obviously uh, that could be different depending on your like background but you know like i feel like for most people yeah. now it's harder like i i just feel like that's like once i'm just gonna say outright like i'm a big 21 pilots fan i think they're a really good band i think they send a really good message um but like i just feel like that song is very important especially to our generation like something that needs to be heard needs to be said um but as well like i don't know it just fits in so well especially with everything that's been happening and like literally the amount of people our age like that I know alone, like not in as total, like that right. I just know yeah. who genuinely don't like, they're not suicidal, but they, but they don't want to yep. be alive. Cause there is a difference. Like 
there's not having the will to live and like you just don't care that's different than like actively wanting to kill yourself yeah. i mean you know for school podcast obviously i'm not gonna say you know exactly what i'm thinking right now but like yeah i know what you're talking about um but then in that same flip there's the people who use the glory of like you know when people do commit suicide it's such a big thing yeah that then they use that oh i'm suicidal for attention yeah um i have a question are you one of the like do you guys believe you can speak stuff into existence like you guys believe in that type of thing like i could see it so like if i say um i'm trying to think of an example are you saying like manifesting something? Yeah, like, manifest. Do you, do you like think, when you wake up every day, you say, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna yeah. do this. I'm gonna do this, and it will happen." Yeah. Do you believe in that? With work, yes. So like, like if, if if something's actively happen, like you say it. Oh, and you do something. Yeah. Right. Right. It's then not, yes, I totally believe that. Um. So do you think that works for emotions and like mental health type of thing? I don't. Like I that you, there's I someone who's tried it. Like. I d yeah, I'm with him. Like, there's obviously some mental health issues that go way beyond. Like, you're not going to be able to just say, okay, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to get better. Like, it just doesn't – some some situations just doesn't – Let's let's talk about, like, depression, for example, not, like, I, schizophrenia. I think that, at least from my point of view, um, from a professional point of view, there's probably many, many more. But from my point of view, I feel like there's two different types of depression. Oh, there's there de is. Yeah. There's, like, circumstantial depression and there's, like, mental – like where you're like depression you know like um it's like 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 a, there's like yeah there's like chemical versus circumstantial and there's like there's people that are depressed because of what's happening to them or what they've been through or because of things that they say to themselves or, or because of things that they do um Which also can lead to or because you know some people seriously have just convinced themselves that they have depression or that they're depressed but i also think that there's people that have you know there like is like a chemical in, in yeah right well and i like and i i think that one can definitely lead to the other like right the circumstantial can definitely lead to the, you know just and i feel like once you get to the point where it's the chemical thing it's so much harder to fix and i feel like and not to say that it's impossible because there's people who do get a, get over it but like for like there has to be so much going on just right like there's so many moving parts with that kind of a thing I, like, a lot of people don't lose it. It just gets more controllable, or you can handle it better, whatever the situation is. Um, mental health, I don't think, is something you can manifest, really. Mm -hmm. Like, an accomplishment, I think, you can manifest. But, like... I think with mental health, you can negatively manifest it. That's true. That is yeah, I, beyond facts. Okay, with... But I feel like anything you can negatively manifest really easily. Right. With mental health, I think you... I think it would be possible to manifest it either way, but I think it would be a lot easier to... Uh, for someone to look in the mirror every day and tell themselves that they're sad and that everything sucks and become depressed than it would for someone who already thinks that everything sucks to look in the mirror and say that everything's fine and then yeah. think that it's fine. If you're telling yourself, like, to be happy and everything's fine and you're actually sad, like, that's how you know, like, it, you know, shit's rough. But that, like, or, like, I, and I completely agree with what you're saying, but also, like, once you get to the point where literally you cannot say to yourself that it's not that way, yeah, like, like you try. You try in your best. Because you just believe that yeah. Or, like, you can logically see that it's not. Yeah. Like, if you say, like, if you're trying to say, okay, everything will get better, it's going to be, like, you don't feel that way at the time, but you're just actively thinking it, trying to make the best of your, your situation, yeah. but you just can't. I mean, there's, like, 
I don't know about you guys, but like I know all three of us in this room have gone through some some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's a point where you just hit rock bottom. At least, like this is from my experience. Like this could be way different for you guys. I don't know, you know. But like for me, it just feels like that in only a short 18 years, which is a short life, right? Rock bottom has been hit so many times, and it keep building back up and have everything you know hit rock bottom again you just start to feel like numb to everything i don't know if like yeah this is to you guys but like i just feel like like i mentioned earlier like sad all the time like putting on this like try to give good vibes be happy type of thing but like that's even more exhausting than just yeah. being like the like i guess what how i'm really feeling yeah like the only time in my specific situation that i ever truly feel happy yeah, is when I do something to take myself out of the real world. Yeah. When you like actively try, you know, not not even necessarily like that. playing games like, or something like that. Like, is that what you mean? Yeah, like to distract yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not actively trying to be happy. It's just like I'm so distracted from everything else. Correct. But then it, once you get like the thing about those distractions that sucks is once you get done working? with those distractions, oh, yeah. it gets so much worse. Like because then it just hits that much harder. Yeah. Or like you were just saying. Like, one of my That's favorite distractions right is, now. like, video games. Yeah. But then I'll get to a point where, like, my everything else in my life just sucks so much. I don't want it to be, but it's just the way it is. That, like, then the distractions suck. That's what, like, that's my point. Like, well, that's what I was trying to say without, like, saying it type of things. Like, right now, currently, I'm at the point where, like, the distractions I use no longer work to, like, take me out of, you know, what's actually happening. So it's, like... Mm-hmm. If you're that rock bottom, but you're just, like, I'm still trying to tell myself, like, oh, it's okay, you know, push through, go to school, be happy, talk to people. Like, I just don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong type I, of thing. And I feel like life has just a habit of beating people down. And, like, I feel like school just, <laughs> Yeah, man. I feel like that's what, like, school adds to that. And, like, they don't, you know, it's all about problem solving and all that, but they don't teach you how to, like, problem solve in your own life yeah, or, like, right. how to overcome they that kind of thing. They teach you how to problem solve on paper, but not what's going on inside my head like yeah you know that's i think that kind of comes with like the two different kinds you know like my okay my parents used to tell me like you have complete control over yourself and like you you, like you can control whether you're upset by something or whether something offends you like you can control your mood and i think to an extent that's true but there's a point where that doesn't apply right and that would be a person that's like chemically depressed like there's Sure, you can say someone like pushes you to the hallway. You can decide whether you're gonna get angry and but, like, like punch that's them not back. even that big of a deal. Right. Like John spilled milk on me. I was angry for forty five seconds from right. walking. Well, you can to right. The you can yeah. you can decide what you allow to alter your mood, but ultimately you can't decide what you feel. Well, I mean, I mean, you kind of can, but like, you know what I mean, like. You see so many, like, white girls posing, like, oh, shoot, I caught feelings. And it's just, like, or, like, with depressed people, it's, like, the same thing. It's, like, you can kind of, like, feel it creeping up on you, and, like, Mm -hmm. it just, you can't really stop it. And and the thing that sucks, you know, in this situation of, like, somebody who's depressed or, like, anxious or, like, actually, like, anxiety, like, you can see these things coming, but you become so numb to everything that, like, you don't know how to fix it. Right. And... Like, every time you think, okay, this is definitely going to be my worst point. It gets worse. Yeah, it just seems like it just somehow finds a way to get worse. And it could be just partially because, you know, the way people handle it. Like, me, I know I've, like, 
I don't handle things. Yep. That's my way of handling things is I don't handle them. Like, why bother? Or to just avoid it. Yeah. Push it off. And, like, granted, there's certain things that I'll just hit right in the head. If it's, like, if, if something gets me mad enough, and I feel like that's the only circumstance, is if something just makes me that angry, mm-hmm. then I'll address it instantly. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, like, I just push it off and just, like, wait till I have to. And, and then that just makes things worse. Like, for me, like, you know, I got kicked out of my house. Like, literally, you want to... Nice. You want to you wanna talk about, uh, and, and like, you know, that's another annoying thing that, you know, you get these people like, oh my God, my life sucks so bad. My dad just bought me a pair of AirPods and I wanted the AirPod Pros. Yeah. yeah. What? And I literally, my dad threw me out of my house because I didn't cut my hair. Like, granted, there's more to it than that. I'm not going to say there isn't, but like. I, th- I think that that contributes to. I, th- I feel like that can be related to school, and I feel like that also contributes to the people that we have in the world today because you have people that on the outside of their life, they're trying to cope with the problems that they have. And if they can't, a lot of them, like you said, they just get more and more numb. And then you have kids in school who are becoming more and more numb to school. Like, think about, do, do you remember the first time you got an F? Yes. Or like no. the first time, like you checked your grades, and it was like, you know, like I mean, for me, I I don't remember the first time, but like I, I remember the feeling of like looking at my grades, and I'm like, oh shoot, that is not. And now you're in T. And don't now care. I yep. see an F, and I'm like, that well, sucks. I guess I don't know. I mean, that's an F. I guess. I that's mean, cool. Yeah, you know, and then you have these kids that are numb outside of school. They're numb in school, and they go out of school to go make their lives or make their careers. And they don't know how to function, and you have just, like, numb people. And then you have more people that aren't aware, aware of, like, political things that are going on, or, like, some people in high school get so numb that in an attempt to just feel something, they go out and kill a bunch of people, you know? Yeah, that or, like, you know, other side of it, where it's not necessarily harmful to anyone else, you know, you get the people who... They, they, they're so, like, numb to everything. They're so desperate to feel something where instead of that, you know, then you get into the cycle of, like, people who self-harm, mm-hmm. get into, like, hard drugs. Right. Like, like, you know, I don't know the statistic on it, but I guarantee, like, the overdose rate, especially among people our age, has got to be increasing. Yeah. I mean, like, to what John was saying, like, you know, when you're depressed and, like, you're going through it, and, like you said, sometimes you just don't do anything and other times it's, like, you know, you try to hit the nail on the head type of thing. Have you guys ever, like, this is where I'm at right now. So a few weeks ago, like, I had reasons, like, why, right? I was like, oh, okay, it's probably because of this, so I'm going to try to fix this. It's probably because of this now. So, you know, like, you, you see the problems and you're trying to fix them. But have you ever been at a point where, like, you don't know what the hell the problem is anymore? So, it's just like that. And, and, yeah, exactly. And you're just feeling this way, but you have no damn clue. Yeah. Bro, you could have... Um, like being a wonderful relationship you love all your teachers you get a pluses mom and dad are happily married making 200k a year yeah. but like and that what be... the hell is well, okay, wrong with and i me? feel like that's another problem with uh, like our current society is is like we glow like like with what i was saying before it's so easy to see what everyone else has and see what you could be doing better that you hit a, like a super high point in your life right like some like you're doing amazing but you're so fixated on the things you're not doing. Like, 
Like, and I, I've definitely got that before. Like, you know, like people would, like, for example, when I first ever did a play. Yeah. Like, people were like, oh, my God, you did really good. Uh-huh. But then there's, like, a few things about what I did that, like, really bothered me. Like, I could have done better, I thought. Yeah. And because of those things, I just didn't, like, I didn't accept the good things that were being said. And, like, I don't know. It's just weird. So, like. Yeah, I think that would be, like, what you're talking about, Thomas. Yeah. I think that would be, like, a chemically depressed person. And, like, I've, I've definitely dealt with that, too. Like, there mm-hmm. have been times, like. Earlier this year, actually, like not too long ago, um, like a Snapchat memory or something pat or yeah. popped up, and it was like some depressing thing that I posted on my story, and I was looking at it, and I was just thinking to myself, like, if I were to go back to last year, like if I were who I was last year, I would have everything that I wanted right now. You know, like everything that I wanted last year, like I, aside from like a good relationship with my parents or like. Yeah. You know, like nothing in that department has changed. But like last year, like I just wanted like a group of friends. Like literally I would have given anything to just have like two or three people that I could talk to every day. And like I wanted to I wanted to get in a relationship which I probably wasn't ready for, but like last year all of my problems I've since then fixed them. And I was just I just I looked in the mirror and I was like I still feel the same. Like everything like that's Everything has changed, but nothing has. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I was saying. You know, like you, you go through all this work to get like fix everything, make everything better, get to like this high point in your life, and then what the but hell's it, wrong? But it doesn't mean anything yeah. to you because yeah, right. y- y- through all that work, you didn't even re- like. I, I feel like that's another issue that like we're so fixated on just doing the work, working as hard as possible, and getting to that point, and then we're supposed to feel satisfied, but we don't take the like time along the way to realize w- how far we've come. Mm. So then by the time you get there, you just feel like you did before. So, like, that's the thing for me, right? Like, like currently. So I fixed, like, some things, you know, that weren't going so hot. And somehow, when I when those things were going on, I was better, like, myself, like, me personally, how I feel. I was better then than I was after all of that got fixed. Well, okay, and here's the thing, is it's kind of a cycle. Um... You know, you you go through all this work to fix it, something that you think, okay, this will definitely improve my situation. Mm-hmm. And you realize you're back right where you are. Mm-hmm. So the one, now you're lost as to what to do. You just wasted all this time fixing this stuff, which could be, like, beneficial, but still, like, it didn't do the end goal that you wanted it to. And, like, you know, you, you went through all this, and now you're more lost, more confused, and feel just the way you did, if not worse than before. Yeah, that's, like right now i'm like uh, what the hell you know and th- th- i feel like that's why you have so many people that either kill other people or kill themselves because you make a goal and you get to it and you feel the same and you do it again and eventually you'll do that enough times to where you'll start to question what's even the point you know why why even why even do this if every if no matter what i do i'm going to feel the same why even do it at all and on top of that you got bad grades in school. Your teachers are assholes. You don't want to be there, and you have to go there every day. You're not setting any goals. You don't know what you want to do when you get out of high school. And none of the teachers are making an effort for that. And there, like, there's no way to get out of the classes that you don't like. There's no other classes to take that you would like. You know? Like, speaking on that, like, after high school thing, like, right now, currently, 
I'm supposed to leave for the Navy, whatever. The state I'm in now, like, me as a person, I don't know if, like, mentally, you know, right now, that would be right for me type of thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, that puts on, like, I was so quick to join. Like, it was, like, so two days before, um, you know, I contacted a recruiter or whatever. I was like, huh, what am I going to do after I get out of high school? And just look, and it's like, that's how quick I was, like, within a two-day span. Um, granted, I thought about it other times, but not, like, that in depth. And what he was saying, like, while these kids, like, as in, like, us three, you know, for example, are going through more important shit than grades, you also got to figure out what the hell you're going to do with your life to make a damn living. Mm-hmm. like, Or to make it worth living. Right. That, yeah, that's, like, the biggest thing. And it's, like, at least to me, there's very few things that meet that, like, worth living, like, type of thing. If I don't know about you guys, but. Yeah. No, like. And that's the thing. Once you finally find something that you thought was worth it, it almost inevitably turns into, like, either a huge hassle, something that's unachievable, like, you know what I'm saying? like Or something that ends up hurting you more eventually. That leads to even more people who are numb. Yeah, just don't. Because there's so many people who just expect bad things to happen. They have low expectations. And it's like they're just kind of like riding the wave of life and like whatever hits them, hits them because they've already been hit with so much they don't really care. And it's like at that point, it's like what does it even matter if I fail my class? You know, like yeah. I don't like I don't care. It's hard to care, man. Like, really. Well, and that's like for me, right? Like what is my number one dream right now? Like my number one dream is to make music. But like everything in my life up to this point has told me that will never happen. So then I'm stuck in this kind of crossroads between do I even try? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. And, and I, I hate that, like, people don't even want to strive for their dreams because you're just like, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. Right. Like, because I was in that same spot, still and in that same spot. But. So many people don't want to try for their dreams, but there's so many people that don't even have dreams. Because they've just given up because there's just that feeling of no matter what you do, you're going to feel the same way. Yeah. You know, like what's the point of having dreams if you don't want to be alive? You know? Well, I feel like, you know, you can say people don't have it, but I feel like to some extent. Well, I feel like, yeah. Everyone has some amount of like dreams or something they want to But after you get hit so hard throughout life. No, I'm not. I'm saying like. You just start to. No, I like, I know what you mean. Like. But like, there's a difference between having a dream and having a dream you actually want to actively try to accomplish. Where I'm kind of stuck at with music, like I've been writing, trying my best, but also I'll hit a rut where it's like I just can't write because not because I don't have something to write, but because I don't, I can't tell if it's even worth my time. And also, like with that, you know, furthering what we were saying before, like in the music industry right now, like young people, there's so many people just dying. Because of, like, you know, they hit the point where they get to where they wanted to be with music. And once again, it's just not what it was. they thought it was going to be. I mean, I'm going to go with, like, kind of what Jonah was saying. Like, people don't have dreams, quote-unquote. Like, like, do I actually have a dream? Like, is there something I truly want to do in life? Yeah. Am I actively trying to make that happen currently? No, because of what Jonah was saying. Like, it just seems right. like it's going to fail. And if I do get there, if I do put in the hours every single damn day and I end up feeling the same way, what the hell is the point of all of that? 
maybe not necessarily that they don't have dreams, but they don't make goals. Right. You know? Well, because to get to your final dream, you need to have those little goals. Exactly. And it's hard to set those when you just feel like no matter what you do, you're always going to feel this way. And, like, it's hard to convince yourself that it is going to change because, like, it seems like after everything I've tried changing, like, you know, for, like, this is me personally. It could be different for everyone. I still feel the same way, like, no matter what I do, like, no matter what I fix, no matter, you know, what I distract myself with, it's the same feeling every damn day I get out of bed. Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing that school contributes to a lot is because you live your life on repeat every day except for, like, a couple details. Right. What math problems you do is about the only details well, that change. And, like, you said you get knocked out all the time. Like, you have a crazy weekend. You know, your dad kicks you out. You run away from home. You get in a big fight with your parents. You end up having to sell your stuff. Or, like, literally, what you have just the shit storm of a weekend. Yeah. And then it's, like, somehow in the midst of all of that, you manage to get, like, halfway done with an assignment. And you bring it to school on Monday. And they won't take it because it's late. Right. And the only teachers I can think of right now are Miss Divick and Mr. Clark that would understand. Yeah. It's I mean, shitty. I wouldn't say that. Like, I feel like there are very few teachers that aren't willing to work with you. It well, just depends on how hard you're willing to pers- try to persuade them to work with well, you. Well, also then ask yourself this. How many teachers do you feel comfortable actually explaining that to? Because those two I listed are the only two I know, the majority, that would, like, do I want to explain that to, you know, the teacher that we all know I hate? Right. Absolutely <clears throat> not. Am I going to? Absolutely not. Do I want to end up making more problems for myself by trying to fix one ex- problem? Ex- it, like, that is so perfect. If I try to explain everything in my life to that teacher, you know, that I'm hinting at. Oh, my gosh. We need to go down to the office and talk to Ms. Jensen. My point, like, it, we are just going to create more problems, which, you know, if she did want to bring me to, like, Mr. Cora, that's cool because me and Mr. Cora are cool. Like, you know, yeah. I, like, I like Mr. Cora. Well, so. like, for example, um, like the way that school can spiral stuff. The one time I posted something on my Snapchat. Okay, so last year like I was going through a tough time. I'm going through a much worse time this year, but like last year, and and so I talked to them about doing therapy. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I got the stuff filled out. Yep. I did it over the summer. I did. I went a few times. Realized it wasn't for me. Stopped. Um, I go. We're in school about a month. I post something on my story, which I set somebody. They show it to. Miss Jensen, I'm pretty sure. Then they show it to somebody. Now they show it to Mr. Deering, another teacher. Uh, he was involved with the play. Mr. Deering has has to report it to this Miss Jensen, who's a counselor at her school. Um, so then, you know, it makes a cycle. So he talks to me. Then Miss Jensen is forced to talk to me, and then I get somehow pushed back into this therapy thing that I don't want to be in. And then this keeps going. I eventually just realized how much I really still don't like it. Yeah. I stop. Um, then because I'm not going and I'm like purposely avoiding it, um, then they talked to my parents and told them like all this crap, which wasn't even necessarily accurate and like just making my you, life. You know, that happened because of someone on the outside, of one of the people that the insecure people look at on Instagram. It happened because of one of those people were looking down on the people that actually have problems and feeling bad for them, and they tried to fix it, not understanding it at all. Well, and that's the thing I don't like. Like, Right. 
I'd say in any situation, if you have like, if you're worried about somebody or have an issue with somebody, always try to talk to them first. Exactly. Because you don't know the gravity of it. I mean, yeah. Without well, talking to them, that's like, hard you just for immediately, people, like, like, well, then just don't do anything. Like, if you feel like you need to do something, talk to them. And if that's too hard, then don't well, do I, anything. I agree with that, yeah. Because I don't have a problem talking to people about stuff, but like, I know some people are like, I don't know, they're, like weird when it comes to talking about like disputes or something. And like, granted, like, you know. I'm sure, like, especially nowadays, like, somebody might say something online, they're like, oh, my God, this person might k- try to kill somebody, or, oh, my God, this person might, like, be actually suicidal, but, like, here's the thing. You don't know them. You don't know their circumstance. Yeah. Like, you, I could be yeah. quoting song lyrics. Yeah. Like, the thing is with, like, people on the outside, or, like, these cookie-cutter people who grew up with their parents pampering them, like, they grew up never exposed to anything, never dealing with anything on their own, and then they get to high school like these these people with with depression that they've all heard about they see them and they're just like oh my gosh this person you know they think they're just like like these off the rails psychopaths that are just going to go like slaughter themselves you know and it's like that's not always the case and a lot of times it's not the case so it's just cuz the person's sad is like right it's just like you know th- we don't, th- th- the it's a depressed person right a depressed person doesn't need you to go tell someone that they're depressed. They need you to tell them a reason that they should be alive, pretty much. Or like a depressed person that's like like suicidal or like post things like what you said or like. I like, literally just need to hear that it's okay and like you know like that's it. Like, I, I like right like that seems like such a cop out to me. You know like somebody who is worried about you but doesn't but not like concerned personally enough about you to like talk to you because. And I've had stuff like that too. Like, literally, someone that I would like openly say that I, I do not agree with and that I, I don't like at all. Yeah. Like, people know that I don't like that person. Like, we just don't get along. Uh-huh. I got, like, I got reported and they sent me to the office and they sat down and they're like, so look, this person said something about you. Yeah. And it was, it was like one of those things where it's like, like if it, it's like someone who is concerned, but more, more acting out of the fact that they would feel guilty if they didn't, you know. That makes so much sense. It's like, like actually, insane. I've said yeah, no, I've definitely said that. Like, like there's like there like like it's like I, I should do something, but I hate this person. But if I don't do something and they kill themselves, then I'm gonna feel guilty. So I'm gonna yeah, tell exactly. this person. They're they're absolving themselves of guilt that if something right. happens, they have no room to feel bad about themselves, yeah. which right. is a terrible way to and look at it. And then by doing that, they're causing more problems for you. Like with a a person, you see some. If you see like me personally, if I see someone post something like, like man, life sucks. I'm just down in the dumps right now, or like. You know, I just want to die, or like I'm really struggling to find a reason to be alive right now. If I see someone post something like that, like I'll uh, like either comment on it or like I'll message them and I'll be like, "Yo, what's up?" Well, like, like what's going on? Like, just talk to me, because so many times people just have so many things that they just bottle up. It's like if you just give someone a place to talk and then just try to help them, like literally just try to give them a reason not to feel the way that. I mean, I feel like like at least in my circumstance, like. And I feel like it can definitely be said for others. Like, a lot of people, it, the biggest way you can help them is just give them a win. Right. Like, because, you know, you lose in so many places your, of your life. And I'm not saying, like, you know, literally give them a win in some way. But, like, make their day better in right. some, some circumstance. You know, like, 
Oh, what are you doing today? Nothing? Oh, well, you had... Oh, I was going to go hang out with my friends, but do you want to do something? You know, like... Like, touching on that, like, make your day. I literally... My day was made because someone said hi to me in the hallway that I haven't talked to in, like, a year. Like, yeah. I actually, like, I went through the day, like, yo, today's a good day. Like, you know, the littlest thing. Like, I don't know. It's... Instead of, like, giving kids, like, therapists or counselors or, like, reporting them to the office, if, if, in, if every depressed kid had a person that they felt genuinely cared about them instead of a therapist, I feel like kids would be so much better off because like you said there's numb people and there's people that put on a face and act two different ways like they're sad and they're presenting themselves as happy and nobody is really genuine anymore so kids walk around thinking that nobody really cares about them it's like if they just had that one person so like if you see that instead of reporting someone to free yourself of guilt either be the person or find someone that will be the person that will be their one person. And well, and that's you know? the, and that's the hard thing too. Also, like, you know, I definitely get what you're saying, but it's also hard from the other angle. Right, because then you're involving yourself in something. Not necessarily, like, no, not like that. But from the other person's perspective, right? Because yeah. people put on a fake face so often that like they're trying to genuinely care for you. Like you see this person actively, genuinely trying to care for you, but you can't tell if it's real or not because people are so fake. Yeah, I know I've been in this circumstance a lot where I don't want to put myself out there because I don't want to be hurt. Right. It's hard to, like, like, tell who actually cares. Like, I feel like so many people nowadays are afraid of pursuing something. Like, I feel like I feel like the art of pursuit has just t- been totally lost. Like, people don't pursue people that they like because they're afraid of rejection. They don't pursue people that can help them because they're afraid of looking weak. They don't pursue someone to try to help them because they're afraid of being pushed away or afraid of making the situation worse like the saying you never know unless you try it has never been more applicable like and even if you have no idea what you're doing and it doesn't seem like it's working just being persistent and pursuing that thing it can make the world a difference you know like nothing's gonna change if people just keep giving up I feel that like you're talking about like you know pursuing someone to help you or whatever like yeah like i feel like that's a pretty big thing like when i like one person i trust like for example is miss sakura right mm-hmm. um that's because i feel like she genuinely cares when like like john was saying and i guess what you were saying too it's like today to find someone that to make like feel like that they actually care about what's going on is really hard because you never know right and then like once you actually do find that it's like such a good feeling mm-hmm. but it's such a delicate thing right and it's like and then you get the problem like okay how often should i be like you know right venting almost and like, it's like like how many times can i go to this person before they get sick of it exactly I, to the point where i have to find someone new you right. know what i mean and like you know i feel like so many people either just don't have that or like don't know anybody that could be like the event to go to or like they're so afraid of pursuing someone that can help them that you end up with kids who have nowhere to go and like literally their world is falling around like apart around them and they've got nowhere to go and like not not physically but like yeah. they have nowhere like they have no one to go to and then you have these kids who bottle it up and it comes out as anger or like sadness 
and you have kids that either take that anger and sadness out on themselves or they take it out on other people that's like where i was like i said like i like had no like idea you know what to who to go to to like talk because like i knew like i was calling myself like okay i need to talk to someone like i'm actually going like like i'm not actually going insane but like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. thinking about this all day without saying something was like driving me crazy right and then i knew like mr Corey already kind of knew like not a lot but a bit of what was going on it's like oh, i guess i just go talk to her and it turned out to be like you know a good decision so well and i mean like um like my biggest fear when it comes to talking about stuff right is either coming off the wrong way because like emotions are such like a volatile thing and uh um and like you know uh, like they're so volatile uh, so you can easily be trying to say one thing but through your emotions so it just comes off a complete another way you know what i mean and like i've had so many circumstances where like i know i've pushed away people because i couldn't express it right or like i was just like i'd gotten what i felt like was close yeah Mm -hmm. so then i just like close to pushing them away so then i just can't anymore and right yeah like you're afraid of losing someone so you just try to cut out the middleman and do it yourself yeah you know I'm not saying, like, oh, journaling and whatever. Like, oh, just start writing your feelings down and but that'll make you feel better. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not saying that because I think that's total BS. And, like, like, I've been looked in the face by my doctor that I've had my whole life, and he's told me, like, yeah, just start journaling. Start yeah. writing about your feelings. It'll make you feel better. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. But if you don't have anyone to go to, sometimes, like, I'll write it in a note like on my phone or like I'll text it to myself because what I've found is that like everybody has their own world, you know, like everybody's living in their own world. Like your world and your circumstances and what you have to deal with day to day is totally different from John's. John's is totally different than mine. Yeah. Like I am the only person on the planet that experiences How at, like my world from my perspective. Yeah, yeah. So when everything's like falling down or like when stuff's going on at your house or stuff's going on at school and you don't have someone to talk to to bring your world that's just on you out to the forefront so that you can kind of look at it from a different perspective sometimes just writing about it or just texting it or um like sometimes i'll like i'll text it to myself and then i'll just read it back because it kind of just helps me to put it in perspective of what's actually going on and it makes everything in my head feel a lot less clouded because I took something that was only in my head and I put it somewhere else. Yeah. Well, okay, like I've definitely, I definitely know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like clearing memory space, you know. Um, like, I actually recently told a friend to do something like that because they're like struggling with really complicated girl situation. They don't know how to handle it, and I'm like, okay, here's what you do: you go to them, you you type out a text, type out literally everything you feel about the situation good bad otherwise type it all out don't delete anything till you're done and then after that because like he didn't even know how he felt about the situation necessarily so like after that you'll definitely have, have like you'll know how you really feel about the situation right and like you know because sometimes it's like it's just a lot of mixing around in your head mm-hmm. but once you actually have something you can see in front of you like oh like there's clear negatives and positives and stuff going on here. Like it's just that much better, right. and, and it doesn't seem real. 
until that point. Like it, it do, it's in your head. It's not real until you talk about it. Until like it goes somewhere else. Right. I've yeah. I can totally relate to that. I've had plenty of times where like something bad will happen to me, or like I'll have just an awful day at work, and like I'm just like blank face. Doesn't really bother me. And then it's like I'll start texting it to like either Grace and like telling her about it, or like I'll just start thinking about it. And it's like it's like. I don't know. It's like if I were to eat something and then I didn't taste it until I regurgitated it, you know? Right. And, like, it's a weird it's a weird analogy. But, like, it's like things happen to me and I just don't – like, I'm just, like, numb to it. And then it's like once I start telling yeah. someone, like, once it leaves my you head, realize, that's when like, yeah. it starts to set in. Like, there was this one time, like, I just had, like, this terrible day at school, terrible day at work, crabbiest customers. And, like, at work I was fine the whole time and then – like I got home and, you know, Grace was asking me about it and I was I told her about it and like that's when it started bothering me. Like hours later. Yeah. And. Yeah, it, it, the situation was I came in, I bought a ninety-nine cent pop, and I asked for the student <laughs> discount. Oh, it was so it was so traumatizing. You're the worst customer I ever had. I'm just kidding. But like, I don't know, and I feel you know I think that parents nowadays especially with like the age gap between parents and children like like how old are your parents like pretty young 30 something like 40 like four right so i mean it's not that bad of an age gap but like the difference between generations well they can't relate to anything right and they like the difference between generations, especially mental health wise, the problems oh, yeah. that have developed since then, they don't understand. Well, and I, like, and I'm not even gonna say that because like, I my dad doesn't say it, but I can tell he struggles with mental health stuff. And my yeah. my grandpa is literally yeah. has depression, like he takes meds for it. Right. Um. The difference is, I would say they don't understand the world that we live in. Like I feel like because of where they came from, like the stigma behind it like it's not real to that like it's there but they don't allow it to be real whereas right. we've grown up in a generation where like every day of our lives since we were little like it's yeah. put out there like this is a real thing you can really be struggling with it it's okay and that's the difference is like like i know what you're saying because like you guys know kind of what happened like at my summer a little bit mm-hmm. um and like i could tell my dad was like going through you know like mental stuff right but like you were saying when they grew up it's not how it is for us like now like because you know like i could have a conversation with them about something completely different and i could still notice like someone wasn't right with him right Mm -hmm. and you know because of when he grew up he's not going to talk about it like that type of thing um and yeah, it's just crazy to think about. Oh, that sounded pleasant. Just turn the lights on. I kind of forgot that we were like making a podcast for a minute. That's how you know it's a good podcast. It just flows off. Well, uh, yeah. It's like a conversation. Uh, I feel like we're talking about something that's like so easily like relatable to all three of us that it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I feel like one thing that gets really annoying too is people who just don't like because there are the people who have everything going well for them and like most people acknowledge that other people have like some stuff going on but the thing that really gets annoying is like your life's not that bad how can you complain you know like right 
Well, and I think, okay. My, my I, not like I'm saying like they can't complain. Like what I'm saying is, oh, like they see it as like, why are you even complaining? It's not that bad. It could be so much worse. Like, right. You know, a thought that I just had is the way the way that you can tell the difference between like an actually depressed person and someone who's like just kind of like fake depressed or like saying that they're depressed getting attention the way that you can tell the difference is a person who's actually depressed would like okay the, a person who's actually depressed would like someone to know that knows that they're actually depressed to not treat them any differently yeah but and a person who's fake depressed want to yep. be treated differently because of it yep. and i watched this video I watched this video. It was supposed to be like the stigma of uh, mental health or whatever. And it was, granted, it was in Hong Kong, I think, or maybe it was in uh, Tokyo, one of the two. I don't remember. Um, but these people, they spoke English. Um, they went around and they interviewed people. And they were like, they had just asked them a bunch of like hypothetical questions about like a person with depression. They were like, if, like, if I was in your family, how would you treat me at a family reunion if you knew I was depressed? And they were like, well, I mean, I'd probably try to treat you normal, but I'd probably try to keep my distance as well. Or like, I feel like a lot of people treat it as a disease. And that's not really what it is. And I feel like a lot of people, including like teachers and parents, because they see it that way, they see it as something that needs to be cured instead of like something that needs to be, I guess, treated you know like I, I guess I don't really know what I'm saying but like a lot of people look at it as, as, at it as a disease or like like they don't want to catch it so they keep their distance or yep. like like you're sick with mental illness you know yeah and like that doesn't help exactly like, like a person that's actually depressed if so many people don't ever say anything because they don't want to say anything I don't want people to know. Right, like I don't want to walk around and be like the kid that people know for being depressed. That's and, why I put and on I don't, that right. like happy. And I don't like I don't want that awkward tension of people knowing that there's something not right. And like, you know, it's like it's like when you're like if you had people over at your house and like your parents would yell at you and then like you have to walk back down. Like there's that level of shame there, you know. It's like you're almost embarrassed to show your face because like now everybody knows that there's a problem. Yeah. And like that, no one treats you how like right. everyone how they treat everyone else. Um, I mean, I feel like we hit a lot like on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we, uh, yeah, no, like that's a. I watched it. Okay, hold on. One second. Um, so I watched a TED Talk. The TED Talk was literally titled "I Was Almost a School Shooter." Yeah, I've seen that one. Um, this guy. Had a terrible home life, um, and like school was just not going great. There's a lot of stuff going on. Just going through a terrible time in his life. Um, was it like he was going through all this hard stuff. Um, like got to the point where he even went and purchased a gun, and like well he was going through like a lot of self harm, a lot of depression issues and stuff. Tried to do things to fix it, didn't pan out. Yeah, wasn't it that like one friend? Yeah, so like he went out, bought a gun, he was either going to shoot up a mall or a school just to cause maximum damage as quick as he could and kill himself. Um, And the one, like he'd been staying in a friend's shed, and and that one friend, rather than treating him differently, 
or like you know oh you're going through this how can I help they treated him like a human mm-hmm. like oh you want to come and watch a movie oh you want to play the game oh you want to see the game that's on tonight you know like right like they they treated him like a human which is something nobody else was the doing the issue is is like mental health gets so complex because it's so like it seems like it's so unique to the individual and how exactly. it could be fixed which so is like, why that one friend thing works right because that's what it's I like mean. you get someone that gets to know that person yep. and then they start understanding what the problems are it's like a second perspective you know it's like adding a second person to your world and it makes it less yeah I don't know makes it less difficult to deal with or like it makes it easier to to see a way out you know um I mean that's a lot of yeah I mean we definitely covered a lot and I think like the biggest note to take notes to take from this podcast are you know the fact that both school and this depression stuff is just kind of a never-ending cycle that just makes itself worse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to treat people like humans. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. yeah. That's the cloud. That is the cloud. Yeah, that's Thomas, that's John, and I have herpes. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has herpes. Oh, my God. Thanks to our special guest. <laughs> For adding a lot of depth to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Jonah might make him a normal <laughs> he uh, might he might be a co-host yes sir uh, we could have like a tri-host union or something yes sir and it's still recording right yes sir yeah. right, does it like get quick can you stop recording no alright well see you next time we out